1: And have you got yours yet? The flu shot. Libby's had guests in recently talking about the importance of getting it and... As she probably mentioned, she got hers. So did you get it? The regular dose or the high dose for those 65 and up? And uh, you might have a hard time finding that one as we're going to get into with our, our guest. 416-360-0740. Toll free 1-866-744-740. And rolling up your sleeve for Dr. Jeff Habert, who joins us. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Just to get you to move in and... Uh, Cuddle the mic a little bit there, and and all will be better, and we'll be able to to hear you and your your comments, Doctor. Um, the high dose vaccine. Let's uh, let's start with uh, with that if we can. Uh, how difficult is it to get it?
2: You know, let's put the hydros vaccine in perspective
1: first of all. Um, Hang on, I'll, I'll get you to
2: restart there. Technical problem. So go ahead, go ahead, doctor. Let's put the influenza in perspective first of all with our seniors. So the hydros vaccine, as you correctly mentioned, is for those over the age of sixty-five. About ten percent of our seniors will get the flu. Uh, They get sicker if they get the flu because there's a concept called immunosenescence where they're more likely to get the flu and the flu is more severe and their response to vaccines is less. So it's 10% of the population or 10% of seniors will get it. They only compromise about 15% of the population, yet they account for... 70% 70% of the hospitalizations and 90% of the deaths. So clearly it's very important for seniors. So the reason the high dose vaccine was formulated is the standard vaccine in, in people over the age of 65 is about 30 to 40% effective. For those under 65, about 60 to 70% effective. So the high dose vaccine was formulated. It's four times the dose and it's about 25% more effective than the standard dose vaccine for seniors. The problem, as you now ask, is it's been a little bit tough to get this season. Similarly, last season, there seems to be a shortage. We're not sure why. Public Health sent a notice yesterday saying that we will not have more stock now till early December, and if we need to, then use the standard dose vaccines. So we've been doing that if we have to. And, and people are asking me, and what I'm saying is, if they're really high risk seniors, I'm giving them the standard dose vaccine. They need to be vaccinated. I don't want to wait till December. I don't know when. If they're very well seniors and they don't have a lot of chronic illness, I will give I will have them wait for the high dose vaccine. And if they're snowbirds and they're going south, I'm telling them, pay the 30 bucks or 40 bucks in the states and get it when you get there. So if, if you're going to the states, certainly wait and get it in the states. So I'm not sure what's going on. I, they're saying that we will have it in December. So let's hope it's there in December.
1: So there was a shortage last year. Yep. There's a shortage now in the flu season, even though the campaign's underway, but the, the flu season really, I guess, hasn't really arrived just yet, right. although there's people out there that are have already uh, under the weather. Then how is it that this couldn't have been planned better. So that even you know, before a season, a flu season starts I and mean, out, like that makes no sense. I,
2: I can't speak for the ministry. I can't no, and speak I know for you're public not. health. I can't speak for the manufacturer. You're right. You would have hoped that would have been planned better because we knew it was coming. And interestingly, we knew that the flu season in Australia was not worse than last year. It was earlier than last year. So we saw an earlier flu season. It doesn't seem to be so severe. It seems to be very similar to what we have this year. The one issue we have this year so far that a little different than last year is this year the most prevalent virus seems to be H3N2, which is more, more severe in the elderly. So it's more of a problem. It causes more hospitalizations, more 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 complications from influenza so we'll see it's still early times and frankly if you're a well senior i have no problem with you waiting till early december and get i mean i just got my flu shot a few days ago because i usually like to wait it lasts on average four months let's say so a couple of weeks from now isn't terrible in most people except for those that have chronic conditions but saying that we know that Half of seniors have one comorbid condition that puts them at an increased risk. So half of our seniors have lung disease or heart disease or cancer or diabetes or, or kidney problems, which does put them at an increased risk of complications. In those seniors, I have to wrestle the pros and cons of waiting two or three weeks for the high dose. And frankly, today, I was in the office this morning, I stopped waiting this morning. I have I saw quite a few seniors this morning and I said, you know what, you're here you came from downtown. I'm going to give you the shot today. I'm not waiting. Because I don't know if it's going to be December 1st or December 8th or December 15th. I gave them the the regular dose vaccine today. So
1: when they came in, did they say, okay, give me the high dose? Or did they just come in, roll up the sleeve and no, assume,
2: assume that you, you know what they need? So well-educated this year. So amazing that I will tell you the vast majority of my patients are asking for that special seniors vaccine. Like, they really do know. And, and, and it's disappointing because some of them have traveled a long way to come in to see me for whatever reason and, co- and coincide with the, with the vaccine. But a lot of patients, because during flu season, we just give shots. You don't have to see the doctor. A lot of patients have come for, from wherever, Mississauga, Barrie, downtown, to get their flu shot. They're 70 years old, they're expecting their high-dose vaccine, and we're saying, we're really sorry, Mrs. Smith, today we're going to give you the standard dose vaccine, or what we've been doing prior to today is we've been saying, sorry, Mrs. Smith, you'll have to come back in three weeks. Today's the first time I've started saying, okay, I'm not sure when we're getting it, and I'm worried about you, Bob, i got to give you the vaccine today.
1: And what's the reaction in most cases? Do they say, you know, best, fine, I'll I'll do that? Or do they kind of grumble under their breath? And,
2: and, you know, if some of them are upset, I put it in perspective. The high-dose vaccine is 25 or 24% better, true. But getting a vaccine is the most important thing in flu season. It's such a big deal to get vaccinated generally. You need to be vaccinated to prevent this. It's a really big deal. I mean, last season... In Canada, we had thirty five hundred deaths across the country. That's not a small number. We had two hundred thousand emergency room visits. So these are really, really big numbers. And and we have the stats. If you're a senior, if you're a senior that gets influenza and you get hospitalized, your chance of dying is about 10%.
1: Those are really big numbers. 416-360-0740 or toll-free 866 740 Have you received your flu shot yet? Uh, and if so, were you able to? If you're 65 and older, were you able to get the high dose, or what was your experience, uh, Doctor Jeff Habert, uh, in studio here? And he's uh, talking about personally what he's seen on the on the front lines with his patients, and he's had to give them the regular dose because he's already out. And you're saying, Doctor, around maybe mid December, you should uh,
2: early. I'm hoping early December. The notice we got yesterday, and we're a very large clinic. We have. 30 doctors. So we're the, the notice we got yesterday is give the standard dose vaccine. We're expecting the vaccine in December.
1: Dr. Jeff Habert, who, in addition to being a family physician, the doctor is an assistant professor in the Department of Family and Community Medicine at the UFT. Doctor, thanks again for being here. And we've got... Uh, Fausto in Toronto, and something tells me, Fausto, that it doesn't matter whether it's the high dose, low dose, you're not interested.
3: No, I heard um, it's been confirmed that a lot of these vaccinations have monkeypox, lead, although Canada reduced their lead a couple of years ago. Um, lead, in addition to mercury, if I'm not mistaken, and mercury is highly toxic. It's not supposed to be in the human body. Uh, as, well, as a result, I mean, avoiding mercury in vaccination since year 2003, I've never taken a vaccination and I've never been sick. Maybe once I was sick, but I think the odds of me getting sick once in 15 years is likely whether I take a vaccination or not.
1: Okay, doctor. How, sorry,
3: sp- how old are you, Festo? Um, Well, the, the toxins. Toxins are still of, of mercury is still in the vaccination. Whether I'm 64 or 43,
2: no, no. I'm just because it, it, the older you are, the more likely you're to suffer complications from influenza. I mean, obviously, this isn't the program where we're going to debate vaccine safety, but we do know that there is no better way to prevent influenza than getting vaccinated. And as I mentioned. 3,500 people died in Canada last year. If you get the flu, the chance of being hospitalized is significant. But I think more importantly for the younger people is protecting your parents, protecting the elderly and the immunocompromised people around you. So, You may say, you know what, I'm a strong guy, I don't need it, but I don't think your parents are as strong, and I'm certainly there are people around you that are not as strong. So I get what you're saying, and I've heard it all, I've been in practice for 30 years, and this isn't the venue to debate it, but I can tell you the vaccines are not only extremely effective, they are exceedingly safe, exceedingly safe.
3: Well, I'm not saying that I'm strong, and I'm not here to debate, I wasn't debating, I was just stating the reason why many people don't trust vaccinations, and uh, maybe if the non-trust for the government were to not have mercury or monkeypox, as confirmed by one of the makers, who's asked, do you, did you ever get a vaccination? He said no. Have your children been vaccinated? No. Would you ever let your children be vaccinated with his vaccination? He said no. Everybody laughed. That's something to play with. Right. Okay.
4: Mm.
2: I mean, I understand. It. Honestly, like I've said, th- there's many people that feel the way you do and and... And I, and I don't think this is the place I, to debate, I but I think vaccines I would really help you and your family.
1: Okay, Fausto in Toronto, we're moving along to Joan in Burlington. Thanks for calling in, Joan.
5: Okay, to begin with, let me just say, I'm 84 four years old and I do have a heart condition. I have been having, uh, I've had the flu vaccine since about 1992. Last year, when the high dose came in, I phoned up my office because I've, my doctor's, um, I was told, uh, "Sorry, we're all out." Call again. So I called three times last year. Eventually, I just gave up. I went to the drugstore and got my vaccine at the drugstore. I've never had any reactions to it. I've been very fortunate. I have not had flu since I started taking flu shots. And this year again, I went to the drugstore, and got my flu shot.
2: You know what? It's it's interesting, Joan, because as I mentioned, the stand, and it's great that you got the vaccine because you're the person that we really want to have the vaccine. And as I mentioned, even the standard dose vaccine is 30 to 40% effective. Mm -hmm. And even if you're to get influenza and you've had the standard dose vaccine, the chance of serious complications is decreased by about 60 to 70%. Mm -hmm. So you've done the right thing. You're right. In a perfect world, if you could easily have gotten the high dose vaccine, I would prefer it because it's a little bit more effective. But as you said, this year it wasn't available. It was easier for you to just go to the pharmacy, and I don't disagree with what you did. I think it was good.
5: Now the thing is, if my family are coming around, and I say you got a cold, do not come anywhere near me.
2: Yeah, that's fair. And you know, but there is a little bit of a difference between a cold and influenza. But I agree with you. You don't need to get in. And remember, hand washing, lots of hand washing. Oh yes,
5: oh yes. I keep telling my kids, get your flu shots. Right. Anyway, that was my story.
2: Thanks a lot, Joan.
1: Okay, thank you, Joan. And uh, the hand washing. Let's uh, let's touch on that. The uh, importance of of that.
2: So you know, hand washing is the most important thing you do. It's funny because I was reading an article on studies on soap and water. Soap and water is the best. And I read, I think it was on CDC that they're saying soap and water for the count of two happy birthdays. So you sing the happy birthday song twice, and that's how they teach kids wash your hands with soap and water. How many do that, really? Nobody does that. No. It's a few seconds and that's it. Failing that, alcohol-based sanitizers are great for influenza. They work very well. They don't work as well for all viruses. Like there's some gastrointestinal viruses that aren't killed by alcohol-based sanitizers. But if we're talking about influenza, alcohol-based sanitizers work very well. And everyone can carry one of those in their purse. And you got to be careful because the flu virus lives on inanimate objects for one to two days. That's obscene. So you go, you sneeze and you sneeze on a doorknob or touch a doorknob after you sneeze, that virus is on the doorknob for 24 to 48 hours. The next guy that touches the doorknob and then touches his face, nose or eyes is going to likely get influenza. So in the winter, lots of Purel or whatever alcohol-based sanitizer you're using, wash your hands carefully. And honestly, I try not, I mean, it's, it's odd, and we talked about this. I don't, ideally in the winter, not liking to shake hands. I'd rather do the fist bump. I am washing my hands very, very often. In public places, I try not to touch doors. And if I do, or if I have to, I'll use a, a sanitizer after it, because you're going to get it that easily. And remember, these droplets can be spread six feet So someone, I mean, you're on a plane, and and planes is a very closed environment. Someone sneezes, they have influenza, you're in the row in front of them, there's a good chance you're going to get one of these viral droplets.
1: Oh, great. Ron and Georgina, thanks for calling in. Go ahead, Ron.
4: Hello there, yes. I got the high dose two weeks ago, so it's in my system now.
2: Good for you.
1: Lucky you.
4: Yeah, and I just got my physical yesterday. I'm just on my way now to get some blood work done for my physical. So, no. And you're talking about sanitizing your hands? Yep. I have a bottle in my truck. Good for you. So you're all prepared. I make my own hand sanitizer up. Oh, really? Yeah. Vinegar, vinegar, rubbing alcohol, and a little bit of uh, liquid soap. Right. Mm
2: -hmm. So you're all set for the winter, Ron. That's great. I've been doing this for years. Every time you touch one of those shopping carts
4: or an ATM machine, you got what the last person has.
1: Interesting the two that you mentioned right there, and how many of us go shopping, and how many of us go to the ATM, so yeah.
4: and, you touch that shop, and I have the habit
2: of touching my face Yep, and that's and when, how you're going to get you, it. you're going to pass it along.
4: And once you touch your eyes, it's in your system.
1: right and eyes, mouth, nose, or eyes right.
2: mouth yeah. nose absolutely right
4: and my and my son unfortunately, my son refuses to get it, and he's a, a bus driver for TTC.
2: Yeah, he's very high-risk. I mean, your son, I'd want him to get it more to protect you than to protect him, actually. He
4: oh, yeah. you know, he doesn't visit it up because he's busy. But I keep telling him those buses are like incubators. Ab-
2: absolutely. Yeah, like you the know? plane they're, like the right. plane the doctor they're, was they're talking
4: about. They're incubators on wheels.
2: Yep, think of every really railing are. in your bus. Absolutely. Anyway, I've been getting the flu shot for
4: years, sanitizing my hands for years, and I haven't had a sniffle, and I can't remember the last
2: time. That's great to hear. No. Oh. Good so for you and good everybody
4: up there, everybody up there, get your flu shot
1: there you go, So you don 't need the doctor. You got Ron right. and Georgina reminding I everyone
4: a, I, I got a beautiful doctor in Georgina
1: okay, Th- thank you so much, Ron uh, and as he was talking there, and as you were talking and and I kind of leaned on my uh, Leaned on my chin here a little bit, and my fingers went close to my mouth and nose. I quickly withdrew, and I went, "No, no, no! What are you doing?" But I, I first thing when I come in in the morning, clean everything around. Right. You know, not uh, I mean, germaphobe the like winter. like Howie Mandel or anything. Right. But you know, no, you, just no, gotta, you just gotta, you just gotta clean it up. You know, right. just to try to reduce the, the possibility of picking something up. Now, uh, again, the high-dose vaccine. So you're hoping early to mid-December yeah. that you'll get it. And I'm sure everyone you're going Everyone like, will a, get
2: it. I mean, everyone should get it. All family right. doctor's offices. Understand, I, I think people need to understand, pharmacies do not and will not have the high-dose vaccine. Yeah, They're don't go there. They're only for physicians' offices. So we're expecting we're going to have it all back in December. And we will definitely get it back. So if you're a well senior and you can wait, then wait. And
1: you're hoping when might yeah, you well. when might you have an idea if maybe you're being strung along uh, uh, unintentionally right, and fair. maybe and you and it might be later. Would you have an idea by the, the start of the month if it's I, coming?
2: I, I I hear what you're saying because we've I mean we were told we were actually gonna get some this week and then we got the letter saying hello in December. <laughs> so December first we're gonna be calling public health and saying, Can we come pick up our vaccines? They're gonna say no, they're not in until December fourth. But we'll have a sense because we will start calling on December first.
1: And that's the thing. Uh, If you're listening out there wondering, well, you go to the doctor, you come in and he or she shrugs their shoulders and is saying, sorry, I don't have it. You just heard the doctor saying if by the beginning of December, he hasn't received any, he's on the phone, he's on the computer, he's getting in touch saying, I've got a lot of people asking for this. Where is it? You promised it. Where is it? right?"
2: Right. But we have it in writing. It's coming in December. Okay.
1: Okay. Just got to check that signature right. and that's the person you get in touch with, right? <laughs> right. As long as it isn't uh, signed your sincerely yours flu team when right. you can't, you know, nail one one person. It's like, oh, okay, we're being vague here, are we? Anyway, hopefully the uh, the ministry will will still be kind to me. Anyway, uh, Dr. Habert, if we can in wrapping up in stressing uh A point, whether it's the high dose, the regular vaccine, to really drive home the point.
2: I mean, I I think the point is number one, honestly, in flu season, all year though, hand washing. Hand washing is number one. Number two, especially in flu season, get the vaccine. The targets in Canada, public health would like 80% of our seniors to be vaccinated. Last year, we got to 70%. Get the vaccine. In a perfect world, get the high dose vaccine because it's 25% better. Just get vaccinated because it really will protect you. And even if you get the flu after being vaccinated, you're offered extra protection.
1: Thank you very much, Dr. Jeff Habert, family physician and assistant professor in the Department of Family and Community Medicine at the U of T. Thank you, doctor.
2: Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks for your time. Bob Komsik in for Libby Snymer, who is a little under the weather. Hopefully Libby is getting better and we'll be back tomorrow. If not, guess who? That's right. You're listening to Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. You're listening to an exclusive
0: podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one.